The great thing about being an entrepreneur is that you're your own boss. You make your own rules. You can do whatever you want to do. The challenge of being an entrepreneur is that you're your own boss. You make your own rules and you can do whatever you want to do. And the problem can be sometimes you don't know what to do. In fact, you may be making mistakes right now in your business and don't even know that you're making mistakes and you don't even know how they're hurting you. So here's what I did. I went and made a list of the 13 most common mistakes I see in entrepreneurs every single day, and I'm going to share them with you and how to fix them completely for free. All you had to do is go to workonmygame.com. That's workonmygame.com. Put your email address in on that page, and I'm going to share with you the top 13 mistakes entrepreneurs make, why they make them, and how to fix them all in one place. Just go to workonmygame.com. I will tell you how to fix the biggest mistakes you may be making in your business right now and are not even aware that you're making them. And we're going to fix them all in the same spot. And this will take you less than 40 minutes. Go to workonmygame.com right now and let's fix the problems that you may not even know that you have. Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out. And leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I send out a daily motivation text every single morning that is guaranteed to have you focused, sharp, and on point to start your day. And I promise you, you want to receive this message. All you have to do to join my text community is to text me at my number, 305-384-6894. Once you join, we'll tell you all your options for how often you can get texted by us and all of that. Just text me at the number 305-384-6894 to get that daily motivation. Human beings as a whole generally would rather be told a lie that feels good than a truth that cuts deep. Pretty exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreAllDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. Are you tired of feeling like a human science experiment with that cabinet full of supplements of junk you're taking every day and don't even know what it is? You can't even pronounce half the stuff you're putting in your body. I know you know what I'm talking about. So say hello to AG1. This is a supplement that I take besides protein and water. The only other thing I take, your one-stop shop for all things health and vitality. It's like having a team of superheroes in a single bottle ready to rescue you from nutrient deficiencies and boost your overall well-being. That sounds good, right? Let me tell you what AG1 is. It's the ultimate multitasker, delivering a powerful blend of 75 vitamins, minerals, and other incredible ingredients all at once. It's like a nutrient-packed smoothie, but without the blender, without the mess, and without that questionable flavor combination that you had yesterday. With AG1, you'll get the nutrients you need without the taste bud turmoil. And any of you who's been taking a lot of stuff, you know what I'm talking about. But hold on, there's more. When you jump on the AG1 train today, you're going to get an epic offer. Here's the offer. Get a free one-year supply of vitamin D. That's the sunshine vitamin that keeps your immune system and bones in top shape. And that's not all. You're going to enjoy five free AG1 travel packs with your first shipment, ensuring that you stay on top of your health game even while you're on the go. 
And all you got to do is take a scoop of this stuff or one travel pack, eight ounces of water and your shaker bottle, which AG1 will give to you. So this is the simplest, easiest way to get nutrients for your body every single day. You don't need a blender. You don't need ice. You don't have to try random combinations. None of that garbage. Say goodbye to all of that. So if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first order. Go to drinkag1.com slash work on your game. That's drinkag1.com slash work on your game. Check it out and join the AG1 party for a healthier, happier you. Your taste buds and your body will thank you. You're now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative, which is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques underneath the umbrella of one unified philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is, I'm going to tell you what one of my worst habits is. It is telling the truth. But before we get into this, tell everybody I send out a text message every day guaranteed to have you focus sharp and on point called the Daily Motivation. I send out one every week, also called the Weekly Monday Motivation. It's called the Monday Motivation. I send it out every week. You can get both of these messages by being in my test community. My number is 305-384-6894. Numbers down below in the description. Secondly, work on your game universe. That is a place where I do all my coaching. And if you want to work with me directly, that is the only place that I do it. And that is the exclusive place where you can learn from me directly on a consistent basis. The only place where you can have me as a person, you can bounce ideas off of, share your challenges with me and get direct feedback on exactly what you're doing, how you're doing it, when, where, with whom you're doing. It. That's all at workonyourgameuniversity.com. That link is also down below in the description of this episode, wherever you happen to be consuming this. With all that out the way, let's get into this topic, which is my worst habit is telling the truth. So today what I'm going to do is expose myself kind of in a tongue in cheek way, but I'm being honest at the same time. I'm going to share here today is one of the main differentiators that I bring to the marketplace. And this is something that I talk to any of you who has worked with me or even if you listen to the show, if you're in a thought leadership space, very important that you are clear what differentiates you in the marketplace. Now, what makes you different from everybody else in the space who may be offering something that they're driving in the same lane as you. Now, they may not, of course, what they're offering is not exactly the same as yours, but if they're driving in your same lane. What differentiates you from them? In other words, if a prospect was looking at you and looking at them, how can they tell the difference? You need to know the answer to that question and your material, whatever you put out there should emphasize that difference so that people understand that you and that other person are not the same. Because if they consider you another person and a thousand other people all the same, well, guess who they're going to pick? They're going to pick the cheapest option. And you don't want to be in that race. Right? That's not a race that you want to win. They call that a race to the bottom. You don't want to be there. When it's clear that you're different from other people, then it's also clear that the only way to get what you offer is to come to you because nobody else has it. And when you're in that position, now your price doesn't matter because people want you. They don't want your thing. They want you. And they can't get it from anywhere else. And they want the thing that you do that's different from everyone else, which means they have to meet you where you're at, which means you can name your price rather than you competing on price. You don't want to ever compete on price. So it's not just the point of telling the truth that I'm going to talk about here today, because this is one of the things that differentiates me from most people in the market space, because everybody thinks they're telling the truth, right? <laughs> I mean, you ask most people and the material that you put out, do you tell the truth? Everybody's going to say yes. So it's not just that, because a bunch of other people could say the same thing. 
It's the fact that I will tell a truth that I know may make people uncomfortable just as, as I could easily pander to them. I get just as easily pander to a person as I could tell them the truth. But I will tell you the truth. I don't take the easy route of doing that. And I'm going to explain here today how and why I do that. And if you listen to the show often enough, you probably notice these things already. But I'm going to articulate them so that they're laid out plainly for all to understand. Point number one. Topic, once again, is my worst habit. It's telling the truth. Number one, most people want to be lied to. This is just a simple truth of life. Most people want to be lied to. It's much more comfortable for someone to lie to you because it allows you to stay comfortable and appeased in the space that you're in rather than tell you a truth that would disturb you. And should you heed the truth, you would need to actually do something to change the situation. Most people don't want to change. Most people say they want to change. They don't really want to change because they don't want to do the thing required for change, which is probably stepping outside of your comfort zone. It's disturbing your equilibrium. It's getting you out of the safe, comfortable space that you're in right now and forcing you to do something other than what you're used to doing. Most people don't want to do that. Again, even though if you ask most people, they would all say they want to do it. But again, look at most people's actions, then compare that to their words. You notice that there's a difference often. All right. So although we all talk about the truth, whatever it may be for us and keeping it real and being honest and almost everybody uses these phrases. Right. And some people say things like I'm my own worst critic. You ever heard somebody say that I'm my own worst critic. You should not be your worst critic, by the way. I did a whole episode on that in episode number 1785. And by the way, yesterday I meant to mention this, how to extend your prime. When I talked about not being washed, episode 2099, how to extend your prime in anything that you do. So anybody listening to yesterday's episode, I do have an episode on how to make sure your prime keeps going so you don't become washed up. So welcome. But you also hear people say things like being hard on themselves. I'm really hard on myself. I don't need anybody to be hard on me. I'm hard on me. Right. And all the other good sounding cliches. And it's not that people are lying when they say this. Some of them are, but not everybody. Human beings as a whole generally would rather be told a lie that feels good than a truth that cuts deep. Can I repeat what I just said there? Because I want to make sure everybody got it. Human beings as a whole would rather be told a lie that feels good rather than a truth that cuts deep. Now, the question is, why is this? A lie that feels good allows us to remain in our comfort zones. A truth that cuts deep is, when accepted, forces us into action that moves us out of our comfort zones. Now, why do people people not prefer something that would move them out of their comfort zones? Because moving out of your comfort zone is uncomfortable. (laughs) It's uncomfortable. It's not easy to move out of your comfort zone. It sounds good to talk about moving out of our comfort zones when we're motivated and excited and someone just gave you an inspirational message about change and getting better. Right. Sounds good in that moment. But the moment when you actually have to do a thing that literally moves you out of your comfort zone, that does not feel good. That's why I did the episode where I talked about courage and confidence, because courage is what you need to step out of your comfort zone, not confidence. I talked about that in episode 2740. So if you are serious about moving out of your comfort zone, what you need to be looking for and loading up on is not confidence, which is based on your past behaviors, but courage which is based on the unknown future. Most people do not really want to change because, again, change requires you doing something that is going to be uncomfortable. The fact of the matter is, there's a much easier route in life. Like somebody like myself in my position, it will be much easier for me to tell you lies that make you feel good than to tell you a truth that may disturb you. I could have a much bigger audience if I just told people lies that made them feel good. I could very easily. Truth telling is not for everybody. And truth hearing is also not for everybody. 
If I just wanted to pander to an audience of people, I could easily do that. I did an article on diversity, equity, and inclusion and the scam that the entire industry of DEI is. I wrote this article back in mid-December 2023. If I wanted to, I'm a black man with a platform and I'm articulate. I know how to read. I can write. I can speak. If I just want to accumulate as much fans as possible, I could easily pander to the DEI talking points and the DEI platform, let's just say. And I could do it better than some people who actually are involved in the DEI space because they're not that good. They're not very influential. They're not persuasive. They're not they're not very compelling with their words, but they bought into it, but they're just not even that good at it. I could do it better than a whole bunch of people who are actively in the game. But I choose not to because it's not based in truth. It's based in emotions and feelings. And unfortunately, it's just not my wiring. It's just not my wiring to do that, to try to persuade people via emotions and feelings. Not that I won't use emotions and feelings, but we always got to come back to the logical, rational, what's factually true on paper. Not my truth, but the truth. There's no such thing as my truth or your truth. There is only one truth. And again, that's just my wiring as a person. And this is one of the reasons why I tell the truth. You know what is the biggest thing that separates the high level performers from everyone else out there? It is not talent. It is not hard work. It is not resources. It is not knowledge. It is not skill. It is the fact that they have a process and a strategy for how to show up and give their best effort, even on the days when they don't feel like being at work. Has any of you ever had one of those days? Is any of you having one of those days right now? That day is called the third day. We put a label on it and we describe exactly what it is in my new book called The Third Day, The Decision That Separates the Pros from the Amateurs. In this book, I will not only describe to you what the third day is, but I will help you create a formula for yourself for you to show up and give your best effort, even on those days when you don't even feel like going to work. In that book, you're going to become a professional and no longer be an amateur. I'll give you a free copy of it. As a matter of fact, all you have to do is cover the shipping. Just go to thirddaybook.com. Again, thirddaybook.com. Point number two. Today's topic, once again, my worst habit is telling the truth. Number two, one of the biggest challenges for society as a whole today is the relentless attack on truth. I did a whole episode on this very subject. I talked about the satanic attack on language in episode number 2605. And I talked about the relentless attack on truth in episode number 2175. The truth is under attack these days. And one of the ways that the truth is attacked is by the playing around with language. So one of the things that we get these days is uh, someone said, I remember when I was talking to before my son was born, Anna and I, we went to a prenatal appointment with the woman who became our midwife. Good woman, did a good job, excellent work, all that through the birth of our son. But I remember the first meeting we had with her, I was asking the woman a question. Her name is Mary. I was asking Mary a question that says something about the gender of the child, whether it was going to be a boy or a girl. We already, I think we already knew at that point. And she said, well, what you mean is sex because gender is a social construct. And then she moved on to the next point. This whole thing about things being a social construct. And in other words, that means we can dismiss them or we don't have to follow them because they are a social construct. That's bullshit. All right. Wearing clothes every day is a social construct. All right. Traffic lights are a social construct. All right. Following the law is a social construct. Just because something is a social construct doesn't mean you can dismiss it or that it's a bad idea to follow it. All right. There's some social constructs that all of us follow. Usually when a man meets another man, we shake hands, right? Someone introduces you to a friend of theirs. You say, hello, how are you? Right. We do that. Those are all social constructs. Just because something's a social construct doesn't mean you can throw it away and dismiss it. So it's, it's bullshit. That's an attack on language. And people just use these language tricks. This is a verbal sleight of hand is what we call it. 
these language tricks. And these are very smart people because you have to be pretty smart to trick someone with words. Because most of you, by the time you're age 18, you know how many words you've spoken in your life? You're an expert at using words. So to trick someone with words, you have to be really, really smart. So these people who are doing this satanic attack on language are not dummies. All right. Even though you may not like them and you may want to beat them up because of what they're doing. I would never call them stupid. These people are actually extremely smart and you got to respect what they're doing and you got to kind of see their game in order to beat them at their game. That's why I did that episode 2605, the satanic attack on language, because what's happening these days is people are attacking truth. All right. Here's the truth. God created man and woman. That's the truth. I'm not asking you to accept. I'm just telling you that that's the truth. And when someone says a scientist, quote unquote, comes along and says, well, gender exists on a spectrum. And just because you were born and assigned male at birth, but you feel like a female doesn't mean that you're stuck being male for all of your life. This is bullshit. That is an attack on truth. That is an attack on truth. And again, I'm not asking you to accept that is an attack on truth. That is the truth. That's not my truth. It's not your truth. That's the truth. And these days, what's happening when you get around these folks who are attacking truth and their numbers are expanding because they're getting they're converting people and getting them to buy into this bullshit. When you're around these people, you can not only not tell the truth, you can't even go looking for the truth by asking objective and critical questions of people. You can't even ask an objective or critical question of a person. I was talking to someone on X the other day. It was a conversation about trans something because there was some trans when I say trans, I mean it in air quotes, even if I don't do the air quotes every time I say it. There was a boy who was now living as a girl who was about to get a scholarship to play volleyball at a college. And attention got brought to this, that this is a boy about to get a scholarship to play volleyball in college as a girl. And because of the pressure that got put on the school that was offering the scholarship, allegedly, according to the person who was following the story, and they were putting this out and it was getting a lot of response. It was how I ended up in the conversation. The school got pressure put on them about this, and they rescinded the scholarship of this student who was, again, was a boy posing as a girl and then gotten a scholarship to be on the girls volleyball team. So then a bunch of trans people got mad and they're going back and forth. And I responded to one of the things that was said. And I said, well, there's no such thing as a trans person. There is no such thing as a trans person. Right, if you're born with a penis, you are a male. You're born with a vagina. You're a female. There's no trans. Those are things a trans man or a trans woman. You can't transition into a man or transition into a woman. That's impossible. If you're born with a vagina, you are a female. I don't care what kind of clothes you wear, or what you call yourself. You're a female. If you're born with a penis, you're a male. All right. You can take estrogen or chop your penis off or whatever it is. You're a male. All right, that's it. And that's the truth. Again, not my truth. And anyway, as I'm saying this to somebody, we had a short back and forth. And I said, well, God created man and woman. That's what I said to him. God created man and woman. Then that's it. That's the truth. And this person said, well, you're deflecting by using God. Well, how the fuck can you be deflecting by using God? And it's funny, I'm, I'm cussing in the, con- in the sentence, I'm using the word God in the same one. But y'all get the point, right? How am I deflecting by using God? <laughs> but this is, this is what I mean when I say the satanic attack on truth. All right, if using God and what God deemed to be true, that God made man in his image, if that's a deflection, all right, then the person you're talking to who said that, that is satanic. Okay, so if I'm deflecting by using God, then you're satanic by even saying that I'm deflecting. And again, I'm not asking you to accept this. You can just listen to it. This is why journalism is dying. All right, you can't ask certain questions objectively or critical questions of certain people in certain spaces or on certain subjects. You just can't ask the question. The reason why journalism is dying is because a journalist's job 
is to get to the truth of a situation, regardless of what that truth is and regardless of where the truth may lead. That's the job of a journalist. But because we have so much attack on truth these days, there are very few people who are being told and encouraged to go look for truth, because if you happen to find it, that truth may disturb someone who has decided that they want to buy into a lie. Everyone understand where I'm at right now? See, you can't go look for truth if you're employed by someone who has already decided they want to believe a lie. Because if you happen to find out anything that goes against that lie, well, how's your employer going to feel about that? How's your boss going to feel about that? It ain't going to work, right? There are some universities out there these days, actually many of them, heavily liberal universities. Let me ask this question. Anybody who works in academia, you tell me. There's some very strong liberal universities out there where if you were a Trump supporter, open Trump supporter, meaning you had the hat and you were MAGA and all of that stuff, could you walk around there openly being that and still keep your job? Probably not, right? But if you're an open leftist, Democrat supporter, BLM supporter, Palestine supporter, you could walk around and LGBTQ flag waiver. You could do all those things. You would be celebrated on those campuses. But if you were a Trump supporter, you probably couldn't even keep a job there. And these are institutions of higher learning where they're supposed to be teaching kids how to think, not what to think. But it looks like sounds like indoctrination to me. Somebody working in academia, tell me if I got this wrong. Now, I know there are some universities and colleges where you could be a Trump supporter and it's OK, but they are pocketed. There are pockets of those places. But in many places, you can't do that. You wouldn't be able to keep your job. So, again, 50 percent of the country votes Democrat, 50 percent Republican, roughly in every election. It comes down to a few million votes. And the electorals is usually about 50-50. As far as the popular vote, it's about half vote one way, half vote another way. How do you have a college where not a single person is openly a supporter of one side? Openly. Because they can't be. Um, it's not that they don't have anyone there who is a supporter, but they can't openly support because they get destroyed. And it would lose their ability to take care of themselves financially because they get fired. The students will make sure they got fired, let alone their colleagues. This is the attack on truth. We don't have journalism anymore. Because nobody can go look for the truth, because the truth might turn up some things that people don't want to hear. The academic system is becoming more and more of a sham every day because they're teaching their students what to think rather than how to think independently. Can you go to a college campus and say what I just said about there being man and woman and God created man and woman? There are only two genders. Uh, how long would you last as a student? How long would you last as a teacher if you said that? This is the reason why we trust media and the news less than we used to because the truth is only welcome if it's the quote unquote right type of truth, which is nonsense because there's no such thing. Truth is just what it is. Truth doesn't have a side. How many of you work in a place where you've been subject to listening to a consultant or a speaker come in wax poetic to you about how you need to think or look at or respond to certain things and you knew that at least some of what they were saying was bullshit, whether it was a DEI speaker telling you white person how to deal with black people or how you need to bring in more black people or what diversity will do for you, whether it was someone talking, whether it was someone, usually a female, talking about sexual assault and sexual harassment and how certain things you can't say or do, whether it was a black person or any person of color, some minority, maybe even a white person, even white people have gotten in on this scam, coming to you and telling you how your microaggressions or the fact that you're white, period, the fact that you have white skin or the fact that you have grown up in white America has made you somehow you're in the wrong when it comes to things involving race. And there are certain things you need to do to prove that you're an ally to make up for the advantages that you have had or disadvantages that people who don't look like you have had to suffer through generationally. How many of you have sat through at work and you are subject to this and you had to listen to it and you knew it was bullshit, but you couldn't say anything? 
Because if you openly challenge them in front of your bosses and colleagues, that would be career suicide. How many of you have dealt with that? How many of you are white and have to listen to some black DEI consultant? They got paid 10 grand. Come speak to you about how you are unconsciously biased and you don't even know. And you knew that this person is completely unqualified. And aside from jumping into the DEI pool, would never get paid a thousand dollars, let alone 10,000 to speak about anything. But there they are wagging their finger at you and telling you how your whiteness is something that you need to do. You need to do something to counteract it. All right. But you had to sit there and listen to it. You had no choice. This is the attack on truth. And this is satanic because God deemed what the truth is. And when people start going against it and using language to try to convince you that they're actually right to go against the truth and that there's just a new way of looking at things than what we've traditionally understood. Again, they're using the cleverness of words to convince you that, yes, they're actually right. And the way that they're looking at things is the way that you should look at. It. And if you're looking at it the other way, then you're just old and outdated. That is satanic. That is literally what Satan did to Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. That is what Satan did. So when I say satanic, I'm not saying it to be hyperbolic. I'm saying it because that's literally what it is. Satan's number one tool is not Satan never forces you to do anything bad. Anytime you find yourself doing something bad, the devil didn't make you do it. You chose to do it. Satan just encouraged you. That's what Satan does. Satan encourages you. And he uses slick language to encourage you to do something that you know you shouldn't do. And you know was wrong the whole time you were doing it, but you do it anyway because Satan encourages you with words. Satan is a slick talker. Satan would be a great used car salesperson. So all of you had to be careful with the language that people are feeding to you. And you need to know your own language. You got to be equipped language wise yourself to deal with these people because they are out there and they're insidious and they're good at what they do. They all got game. Let's say when it comes to that gift of gab, they got game. So that's why the communication skills are so important. That's why I talk about them so much. Have you ever wondered why so many people have big goals and big dreams for themselves and they work hard every single day, yet they never reach their goals? You ever wondered about that? I have. And I found out the reason why this happens is because most people never ask themselves a key third question, which is, who do I need to be while I'm doing what I'm doing so that I can have what I want to have? You see, if you never fix your mindset and the way that you're thinking about a situation and the way you think about yourself and the way you see yourself in the mirror, then it doesn't matter what you do and it doesn't matter what you want. You will never get there because you simply have an inaccurate formula. I wrote the book called The Mirror of Motivation which addresses this first question, who do I need to be? Then when you answer that question, then when you do what you need to do, it will produce the outcomes of you having what you want to have. And that sounds like it might be the missing link in your process. And let me let you know, it is the missing link in your process. Go to mirrorofmotivation.com. All you do is cover the shipping and I'm gonna give you a free copy of that book physically mailed to your doorstep. Again, mirrorofmotivation.com. So you can be who you need to be, then do what you need to do. And then you're going to have what you want to have in your life. Mirror of motivation.com. Point number three. Today's topic, once again, is my worst habit is telling the truth. Number three, entrepreneurs and entrepreneurial minded people tend to gravitate towards my message. And you know why? Because when you're an entrepreneur in today's world, you have something that people who are not entrepreneurs don't have. Uh, you have a license to tell the truth. You see, the reason why I can tell the truth the way that I can is because nobody can do anything to me. I can't be fired because nobody hired me. Nobody can block me from getting in anywhere because nobody let me in anywhere. So you can't kick me out. See, if I worked in corporate America or academia or the government, this show's very existence would get me fired. Actually, I wouldn't even get hired. If I tried to go get a job at a college right now, I don't know what kind of job I can get. I only have a 
four-year degree. So I don't know what I would even qualify for. But if I try to get a job at a college right now, any job, I'm not talking about, I don't even need to be a professor. I could be something like a, I don't know, what can you be on a, on a college campus with just a four-year degree? Whatever that is. All right, I try to go get a job at many colleges. What are they going to do? They're going to Google me, right? They're going to Google me. They're going to find this show. They're going to find my social media accounts. They're going to see the stuff that I'm saying to people. They're going to see me saying there are only two genders and those things are trans person. They're going to see me talking about the satanic attack on truth. They're going to see me saying that the COVID jab and the lockdowns over COVID was bullshit. And they're going to see me saying all this stuff. And you tell me one employer is going to hire me. <laughs> I believe that I am effectively unemployable. I will never have a job. I will never work for anybody again in my life. And for two reasons. Number one, because of what I just told you, that is very few people who would hire me because the things that I've said publicly that I'm on the record saying, they would probably say, oh, now we can't bring you in here. Even if they agree, is everybody going to agree? Probably not. And number two, because I'm just not built to work for anyone. I'm not built to take orders from anybody or to have anybody have authority over me. But mentally, I'm incapable of being in that position. So I would never get hired for a job simply because I've told too much truth already and it's too much out there for me to erase. It's why there are people who work in those spaces, those of you who do work in said spaces where maybe you agree with some or even many of the things I say, but you don't say them out loud because you know it might kind of hurt your situation. And I get it. I respect it. That's why I'm here. I'm here to say what maybe you can't say. And there are people who listen to this show as sort of a release valve for their own thoughts, because if they were to say these things again, you might lose your job. All right. Your next door neighbors might not like you anymore. So for those who I just described, all right, you can at least hopefully be thankful to somebody saying it, even if it ain't you. I will do it for you. OK, so with all that out the way, let's recap today's class, which is my worst habit is telling the truth. So I'm tongue in cheek exposing myself here. Point number one. Most people want to be lied to. It's more comfortable to accept a lie than it is to take a truth that cuts deep. And most people don't want the truth that cuts deep because that may force you to actually do something. People, as a general rule, are lazy and don't want to do anything. And again, the law of entropy, remember what I told you yesterday. Point number two, one of the biggest challenges for society as a whole is the relentless attack on truth. Truth is being attacked relentlessly today, and this is not by some dumb savages. These are by very smart people who are very good with words and very good with language, and they're very good at manipulating with words. And Guess who also is very good at this? Satan. Now, I'm not saying that these people are Satan, but it is satanic what they're doing. Their actions are satanic because this is exactly what Satan did. And Satan was the first entity we came to know through the Bible of where this stuff comes from. Uh, playing around with language, verbal sleight of hand to trick people into thinking the exact opposite of what they were told. And this is satanic. That's why I did the episode entitled The Satanic Attack on Truth, because that's actually what it is. And number three, entrepreneurs, entrepreneurial minded people gravitate towards my message because as an entrepreneur, you have license to say what you want to say and do what you want to do because you don't have to worry about a boss firing you or not liking you for something that you posted or published or said or believe or you know somebody you follow on social media. I, I don't have any of those problems and I will never have any of those problems. And I put myself in this position so that I would never need to deal with those things. I mean, that's not the reason why I started it, but it's an excellent byproduct of it. And I'm glad that it is because if it wasn't, then I would have to adjust myself to where it was one way or another. But with all that said, folks, make sure you text me so you're in my test community. My number is 305-384-6894 and workingyourgameuniversity.com. That's the place where you work with me directly. The only place I do any coaching. Again, workingyourgameuniversity.com. You can see everything that our program is about and how it works. Schedule a time to get on a call with me or somebody from our team. We find out where you're at, where you want to go, what you think might be in your way. Once we're clear on that, if we feel you'd be a good fit for what we're doing and we feel we can help you, we'll tell you how it works and how we'll go from there. Again, that's at workingyourgameuniversity dot com link down below in the description work on your game dre all day
while you are here don't forget to text me so you can be part of my texting community where you can ask me questions you can share challenges with me you are messaging me directly you can get a direct response from me because i do read and reply to my messages my number again 305-384-6894 one more time 305-384-6894 make sure you text me because you never know when i'm going to send a message that could be the one thing you need to hear the one thing you need to do the one insight you need to get that could change your life Make sure you message me 305-384-6894. Do you know what the number one key is for you to advance and get to a higher level from where you are right now? It is not for you to work harder, wake up earlier or go to sleep later. No, it is for you to get the right insight. In other words, to ask yourself the right questions. These questions are usually questions that you don't have the answer to. But dealing with those questions opens the door for you getting to that next level that you want to reach. How do you get help with this? By getting coaching, by getting around other people who can see things that you don't see, who have perceptions and insights that you don't have. This is why coaching is as valuable as it is. And this is why higher level performers always invest in coaching. The best way you can do that from here is to go to work on your game university.com. That is the only place I offer coaching, the only place I work with anyone directly. You just go to work on your game university.com. You can see all your options for getting involved with us and engaging and having someone coaching you so that you can take yourself to that next level again through insight, not just through effort. Again, it's work on your game university.com.